Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Star Scene Radio. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy, a.k.a. your grilled cheese sandwich for the soul. <laughs> I'm Lucas T. Moray. I'm Calvin Williams. And I'm Rachel. Well, where do we want to start? There's so much stuff. I, I had fun doing notes with you guys. We Me too. Yeah, that was a blast. <laughs> it was a nice distraction from being at work. <laughs> <laughs> What's work like for you these days? Terrible. <laughs> why is it terrible? Because I have to commute to New Jersey. That's why. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And and not even not even like the fun parts in New Jersey, like Hoboken or Jersey City. It's fucking Fairfield. That's terrible. <laughs> I can I can hear I can hear the the the, the, the lack of <laughs> uh, the lack of a response to that as a uh, where the fuck is Fairfield? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know I know girls from Fairfield, Delaware, <laughs> Delaware. Believe it or not is a state wait is it (laughs) (laughs) i think we should start with twitter okay twitter twitter like uh, even since we've spoken i think twitter has gone fallen even more down the rabbit hole elon musk purchased twitter for 44 billion dollars then he laid off and then proceeded to fuck it up. <laughs> laid, laid off. The best part is after he laid off all these people, he gave the the rest of the people remaining this like ultimatum email. And it, it literally, you know, you know how I always think life is a game. It literally had an exit button. Like, <laughs> like it was like, um, do you, do you want to work double as hard um, or not even double as hardcore. hard? Like, hardcore. hardcore. Hardcore was the word. Do you want to work hardcore or do you want to exit here? <laughs> And half of them said, bye. Exit here. Exit. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> I like, wish everything in life had an exit button. I know. I, I, wish there was a, <laughs> I would hit that button so Especially often. Especially if you got three months pay for it. But I'd be like, exit. Right. exit exactly. Exit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or my favorite meme. All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no idea what the hell Elon Musk was thinking through all of this. Like. I, yeah, I he think he wanted the engineers to and everything. He wanted to streamline everything, but like, don't streamline to the point where it hurts you. Like, don't don't fire the people that knows the codes to everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never fire he's your gonna, IT guy. He's gonna be like, yeah. Can you let me into the building? <laughs> There's gonna be nobody like. <laughs> no, it's funny. He actually he actually fired he he actually fired the uh, the people that had um had uh. That were in charge of door access. <laughs> I, th- I thought really, that was a joke, he, but no, that was not a joke. No, he really did. <laughs> he fired people that had door access to like several of the offices. <sighs> oh goodness. Um. Yeah, I mean, I you know before this thought he was a good business guy, but he's not. I don't think he's a business guy. I think he's just like. He's, he's never. He didn't invent anything. He yeah, just he, fucking yeah. buys shit that's already there. He was an engineer that got lucky. Has he actually made something? He is an engineer. Yeah, he was. He was actually an engineer. Like he was. He was a legit engineer. So he. It's not like he's an. He's an idiot or anything. But with, <laughs> with all the steps that he's made, you would think otherwise. Joe Rogan, at, like, went on and asked him to like. He was like. Uh, 
boosted him up and was like, I think that you should be in charge of like what happens with AI and like the responsibility of AI to not like take us over. And like, I was like, Joe Rogan, don't give it, don't give him this fucking, don't like, don't give him ideas. Don't give him ideas. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I was like in the middle of like a three hour, like, like I, I was watching like the Neil deGrasse Tyson special and then it like went to the Elon Musk and I was like, whatever. I'm like trying to sleep, whatever. I'll, I'll listen. And it was just like the worst special. But Joe Rogan has also turned out to be like a dick. He like um he like doesn't believe in vaccinating children and um he's turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's been kind of a dick for a long time. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like he's it's... he's terrible to women. He's ter- he's terrible mm-hmm. to anybody who's not like a fucking white person. White white male. male. Yeah, white male, yeah. Like it's really interesting to see like the 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 advent of the the white male edge lord in society. Yeah. Like, like the edge like the edge lords for the longest time were were like relegated to the internet. But they managed to uh, break into the mainstream and like they're the ones that are like really, really fucking things up for everybody else. Yeah, I think Joe Rogan makes like the most out of any podcaster on Spotify. And it's like Yeah. Um he makes the most money. Um and it's kind of upsetting when you actually get it like i mean he's he he's a good interviewer but it's kind of upsetting when you get into some of like the way he treats people absolutely you think like your brain malfunctions at like a certain amount of money a certain amount of wealth <laughs> just like i was not that's me- what i'm starting to believe here <laughs> i was not me to handle this <laughs> roseanne <laughs> oh my god uh, roseanne yeah yeah money definitely changes people and not for the better i know <laughs> i mean i like feel like growing up roseanne was such like you know, a role model in a way. And then I'm with you. And then like, she just like, she was so blue collar. Yeah. And then like now it's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Yep. And like, I remember we were watching like the re like the repeat, like when they had it on and then like the reboot. We, yeah. And then we saw it like slowly go downhill and we were like, ah, but we still want to watch this show. Yeah, and-, not the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and we didn't know what to do. Yeah. The show was great, but like the, like her on Twitter and stuff was like, I mean, I, what, where are all these? I was I, the one thing, the one loophole I was thinking that would, might be a really good idea right now is with like with all of the at Twitter, they can't really monitor anything. So with the Sesta Fosta stuff, um, I think sex workers could go on right now and advertise um, their trade like right now because like nobody could monitor it. How could they possibly have enough people to monitor it? Sesta Fosta, for those of you who need a reminder, is what shut down things like Backpage, Backpage, MySpace, mm-hmm. Craigslist. Uh, not like, MySpace, but I mean uh, MySpace was gone, gone, gone already. But no, uh, it's Craigslist. not gone. It's just you know awkward Obsolete. when you bump into it. <laughs> <laughs> still, oh, is MySpace still up? Yeah, it's still up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like for reasons I, said, I don't just, understand. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a time capsule. Uh, but yeah, the Craigslist personals, yeah, all went away. Oh yeah. Um, and and a bunch of stuff that was really tools. That also, kept sex workers safe. There were a lot of forums that sex workers had to be able to um, check if somebody was um, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now we can't do that because any website that hosted us doing that would, you know, um, go down themselves. Basically, so that's what happened. Is like the like if Twitter allowed us to go on and start advertising or start protecting each other even in private messages, um, they would go, the Twitter would be held accountable. But I think right now there's no way for them to be secure. 
So it, now would be a good time, to, like good loophole before I can shut waters. down. Test those waters. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be the one to do it. <laughs> yeah, you I wouldn't recommend at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I feel like they like I, the cops might come for me, but I, I have like my own special internet. Like this, the, the cops check my the cops check my Facebook, so they probably would check my Twitter if I reinstated Twitter too. Well, you said they listen to the show. Well, they were listening to the show for a while. Yeah, like if I didn't go on when we were recording from home, they would come check on you. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas isn't on the show. <laughs> Better check things out. Why? We need to investigate. Where in the world is Lucas? <laughs> Where is Francis? <laughs> out being derelicts. I had, when we were doing the show from home, uh, and this was height of the pandemic, I'm not supposed to be anywhere but home, and I figured out how to on Skype, how to change your background to make it look like a fancy apartment. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and uh, I was not in front I of the bike. I got so mad. <laughs> yes, and all of a sudden, I, I was like, and, and, and so he, he left the screen and I look, I, so I thought, I thought we were alone, but Francis like was still listening and I, I looked to Calvin and I go, where is Francis? Because <laughs> I hadn't seen him, so I was like, I was like, oh, so he's like out with other friends, but he's not seeing me. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh my god, I forgot all about that. <laughs> that was the meanest trick you ever played on me. <laughs> yeah, she thought I was with some like hot lady on the upper east side. Yeah, I was like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist has been doing this. It's and really fucking strange. It, it freaks her out. It freaks Rachel out I, so much. I feel like she's like probably kidnapped and it's like a, some kind of like conspiracy because this is not a real room. It doesn't look like a real room. Where are you? Yeah, and who would think like I would be able to figure that out, how to do that? I know. Right. That's that's why like I really like did believe you were on the Upper East Side or something. I was like, I'm very impressed you bitch. figured that out, Francis. What's that? I'm very impressed you figured this out. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> did you, and you did it just to fuck with me, right? You'd like. No, no, I just thought I, was, I figured out how to was, do it. I was like, it was just know. him having fun. <laughs> you can also make, chest, make yourself look like a you know? dog. That I haven't figured out. <laughs> it gives but I you like whiskers. The guy that was like, I am not a cat. <laughs> I am not a cat. <laughs> his kids had set it up and he's in a meeting or his, his, I think it was, it was a court appearance. That's yeah, yeah. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. And he sees that he's a cat. He's like, I don't know what's going on. And his eyes get all big. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a cat. I am, I am not a cat. <laughs> I used to get dick from Craigslist. No more. Nope. Yeah, I mean, Sesta Foster really, like, fucked things up for me because, like, yeah, um, because I was a sex worker. I mean, I'm still a little bit of a sex worker, but now I just have, like, one client. You you, know? you moon, moonlight. That's the word for it. I moonlight right? it. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I hope the cops don't still listen to this. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I think they know. <laughs> I think that's, like... They- it's long it's long ago information for them um but no i mean it's it i mean we used to talk about it a lot on the show and it, it really um yeah i think it's it's really a tragedy what we've done to, to sex workers because and we really need to decriminalize it and the thing is i never saw it coming 
I just one day I got on Craigslist, uh, look at the personals. I like to read the personals. I like to read the women seeking men. I like to read the men seeking men. I like to see. The women I told you it was seeking. coming with the Sesta Fosta. Like, I, you, I don't think you realized how much it would affect everyone's lives and not just your life, how much it was affecting, like, freedom of speech. Well, I don't recall that. I don't recall having an opportunity to protest before it happened. And we didn't have an opportunity to protest before Sesta Fosta happened. But uh, but when Sesta Fosta happened, I remember telling you this is what's going to happen. And we did. And, and we, and we when we know, did we, protest, we but it was a, we made a big noise. We made a big late. noise, but it was too late. Yeah. We know like Sesta Foster just happened like overnight. Yeah. But like, yeah. but, but they did not take away people's right to like the classifieds right, right away. But then I think the, the, the websites got privy to realize that like all like they, they, yeah. they saw the writing on the wall. They saw the writing on the you wall. You can, you can still find some, some folks advertising if you go to like jobs and then miscellaneous, but it's, it's not in the way that it used to be. Yeah. Some people are, have been doing it on missed connections. Yeah. Miscellaneous. Mm. It's very work. dangerous, though. Miscellaneous yeah, gigs. It it's very dangerous yeah. to do that. Now now you're yeah. one of, you know, the only one doing it instead of one of, like, millions, yeah. you know? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel safe doing that. I wouldn't feel safe doing that at this point in uh, with the way the internet is. Um, but, yeah, I think some people should go on. And, and, like, if you are a sex worker listening, I think you should go and advertise on Twitter right now. If I didn't have such cop involvement, I would. Yeah, this would probably be the time. This would be the time because, like, you might get a few people and then, you know, like, get them to give you a private message, give your number out, and that's that. Yes. Uh, Calvin, uh, you've been really enjoying your DJ gigs. Ah, yes, I have. So proud of you, Calvin. Thank you. (laughs) Said you've been having more interaction with people. Yep. This last one, um, last Saturday at the uh, Bushwick Ice House. Like there were a lot more people who like who would like come up to me. I think I think this was like one of the. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was like this was the one where people like realized, hey, that's a guy actually DJing in front of us. And mm-hmm. so, so like getting like getting a chance to play music and like people realizing, hey, that's a DJ. Let me go. Uh, let me go up and talk to him. So like that was the one thing that was different from the last two times. And so that was really like a really really big thing for me. Like people asking, "Wait, what was that last song?" Oh my god, that was amazing. Then mm-hmm. like striking up conversations with people. Like there was this one guy. <laughs> there was one guy who uh, who was a regular and like for some reason just had a had a baseball cap with him that that read Bushwick Brooklyn on <laughs> on the cap. And like we started talking, and he was like, "Yo, I want you to have this." Like. And he like this guy like literally bequeathed me a Bushwick. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. And so I wore it for I wore it for for the rest of the time that I DJed, which was probably really hilarious for like everybody who is watching the live stream because yeah. I live I live stream it as well. And so what was even funnier about that as I was uh, as I was being bequeathed this hat, uh, a fellow a fellow Twitch DJ brought all of her viewers over to me <laughs> oh that's awesome wow and so like i like like she just brought over like 20 something view uh, 20 something of her viewers that's over so to cool. my live stream and like that Twitch seems like a really good community i Twitch like which is such an incredible 
incredible community. Yeah, I like I'm not into it yet. Like I've only watched some things a little bit, but like I'm I really like want to get into it. Like I'm really interested in Twitch. Like if uh, you find oh for uh, the grandpas, what is Twitch? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I don't, I don't so really Twitch. know either. I don't really know. So Twitch is a website where you can so where you can like live like live stream video and audio to whoever you like to the public and you can you can like live stream video games you can live stream dj sets whether you're like out djing live or you're djing from home or you can just like go live and just fucking talk to people like it's a it's a public it's a public live streaming platform it's mostly and like nerds. It's like a really cool. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really yep. cool. Is, is yeah. there a, ta- started, a time limit on your live started, stream? Is it like it's like short? Nope. No, I, no. I live stream. Okay. I live stream my entire set, and it was seven and a half hours. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> that's sick. I didn't know that. I thought it was a little more. Some like, people so, like make, <laughs> Some people like make their room really like Twitch appropriate and like have like lights going and yeah. like um like they have a background and um yeah some people really put a lot into it. The glow in the yeah. dark paints showed up. Yeah. Oh yay! Ooh, nice. We could have a Twitch party with. Okay, glow so the glow, the glow, the glow, <laughs> the glow in the dark paints came with a little mini sample black light. Yeah, so you can see what they're going to look like. And I do have <laughs> oh, a black right light. I have one. Mm. You know, uh, two. So now we have two little about, black lights. The, the little one is just. It's a just like a little task so, keychain thing. So for like, if it was going to be just. The four of us, maybe a couple of other people, Calvin, technical question. Would we need more than that one uh, tube black light? Probably. Probably. Because otherwise we're going to all have to like, look, like, we'd uh, like, have, we'll all be like we'd flies to, under the light. Like, we'd, yeah. have, we'd, have, we'd have to be crowding up against each other to like get to like get some of the black light. So, yeah, we're definitely going to want more yeah, we black see. Light. Can, I, can I have my turn to glow, please? Please, please. please. <laughs> Francis, you can I, imagine. I'll be like, Francis, you're, you're hogging the glow. You're hogging the glow. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a turn, please. (laughs) Yeah, but I have to leave early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I guess I gotta get as much in this while I can. This this is how moths moths feel when they're trying to get to the light. Can we leave you in charge? You've seen. We're gonna probably do it at Rachel's place. Okay. Can we leave you in charge of figuring out what we need in terms of light? And then I'll try to see if I can uh, get everything. Like We're going to so have a glow-in-the-dark body painting party. So basically, so. you're asking him to pick out the black lights. Yeah, to help me figure okay. that out. Yeah, he, yeah. he was like, he, he, he felt like he had already asked you this. And we were like all witnesses. And we were like, no, you didn't ask Calvin this. And he was like... No, I did. I did. And we were like, no, that never happened. I make <laughs> things up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting older. Oh, so I, you know what, you know what Bean said on the internet? So I said, like, pens are sometimes better than sex, you know, because like a good pen, the way it like draws, like, oh my God. Oh, should... same, same with paint when you get a paint yeah. orgasm. Yeah. And so I was, I, I wrote a status about it and like in Bean, um, said you know bean she said mm-hmm. bitch you're getting old and i was like no i still have sex every day like i just <laughs> yeah. i just i just really like pens <laughs> listen you like what you like damn it. it's, <laughs> it's, it's a certain it's a certain feeling when it hits just right i was also on ketamine when i wrote that I, i'm I, i'm prescribed for my doctor 
don't do ketamine on the street because it's fucking always cut with nasty ass shit. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a proponent of doing ketamine on the street for our listeners. They actually got really nervous um, at the doctor. They were like, "You don't do ketamine on the street, do you?" And I was like, "No." This yes. is. So I have this song in my head that I would like to play for you. Give me a minute. Oh, wait. Almost did the wrong thing. You got this. I got this. You can do it. And I'll, and I'll outro it. I've got a song. I ain't got no melody. I'm gonna sing it to my friends. In a while. I've got a story, ain't got no mother. Let the bad guy win every once in a while. When it goes round in circles, when it fly high like a bird up in the sky, when it goes round in circles, when it fly high.
Billy Preston. Will it go round in circles? Billy Preston. Billy Preston. Will it go round in circles? You're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, your grilled cheese sandwich for the soul. (laughs) (laughs) So soft and melty. (laughs) So melty. Goes down smooth. So (laughs) warm. Favorite grilled cheese sandwiches? Provolone. Nice. American on rye with tomato. American is just oil. No, stop. (laughs) Stop fucking with my cheese game. Yeah, man. American makes an awesome fucking grilled cheese. On rye. Doesn't change the fact that it's mostly oil and doesn't even doesn't even count as cheese. You guys doesn't count as cheese. It it counts as like a fat. You guys are so mean to me. And there's nothing wrong with fat, but like it it doesn't count as no offense to you. You guys are so mean to me. If if you put some if you put some like a turkey or something in there, then maybe that would be okay because like it's then you know what I mean, like your fat and your um protein, but you need a protein in your meal. And grilled cheese needs real protein. Real protein. What about the pickle that comes with it? That's vegetable. That's, that's not a protein, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. <laughs> as, delici- as, deli- um, as delicious as the pickle I'm, is. I'm just going to go out and eat my grilled cheese in private. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, can have, we can grill cheese. We can do it together. <laughs> <laughs> I like American on grilled cheese, on rye, and, and sometimes add some Swiss to that motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> See, that is protein. That. <laughs> also, also, Swiss is real cheese, too. Swiss is real cheese. <laughs> American cheese is just. I'm so pissed. American off. cheese a helped us in the war. It's a condiment. American it's, cheese helped us in uh, World uh, War One, uh, I, I think it was. Yeah. Also, was, like they—that's when they started eating like popcorn. As a, like, um, <laughs> didn't we hear about that in Dark History? Oh, I don't remember. Dark History of popcorn. I fell asleep. I fell asleep too. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was. I think his first name was Joseph, but it was Kraft. Kraft was the first guy that invented the American cheese, and it was the first cheese that would that would you you, you could can it. It would last a long time. It wouldn't That's get moldy good. and shit. That's not good. Dogs love it's it. Good, the- it's good if you have people fighting for your freedom overseas, <laughs> and they need a protein. We shouldn't be need- eating the the war the war like rations. That's are, a are, good we point. are we not? Are we not at war? Thank you. <laughs> are we not at war, dude? <laughs> We're still at freaking war. Well, they haven't rationed I mean, their cheese yet, so no, like, let's no. just eat the real cheese while we can. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a couple of years ago, we were at a point where, like, we were able, like, there was there was enough um, there was enough um, uh, milk for us to be able to like uh, ration government cheese again, and government cheese makes the best grilled sandwich, grilled cheese sandwich, because <laughs> it's free. No, it's because it melted the bath. It like, I don't know what kind of cheddar, like government cheese was. It wasn't American cheese, but like, I still, I still think about like sitting in my grandma's house in Bed Stuy. She would make me like she would take out her giant, <laughs> her giant block of government cheddar cheese, yeah. cut it in slices, made me a grilled cheese sandwich on uh on one of her little pans. And like that was like that was just pure Maybe your happiness grandma was for me. Just a really good cook. N- I hate to say this, but she really wasn't. She didn't. <laughs> no, no. But there, but there, but there was a caveat to that. My gra- my grandmother didn't. My grandmother didn't like cooking. My grandmother didn't like eating because, like, she only she only ate because she had to. If she if she had the option to not eat, she would. But 
But my, with my psychiatrist said, like, says says have says they have recovered from their eating disorder. Still struggles with every meal. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally in the notes this time. I was like, oh, okay. Is that how I came off? <laughs> yeah, my grandmother we eat and cook uh, with what uh, we cook and eat every day, but like. I, f- I fucking hate eating. I'm like, hey, can I like I there's this my friend used to ask every single person and I was the only person who voted that I would take the pill that instead of eating. But there is like he said, if you could just take a pill every day and you'd have the proper nutrition, you'd be like in the best of health or but you can never eat again. Would you take the pill? And I was like, absolutely. And I'm the only person who's, who's voted that way. We do. We do have some <laughs> nice ass dinners, but. It's hard for you. Wouldn't it be really easy, though, just to have a pill and you have proper nutrition and everything? Like, you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be easy? It would be easy, but... but What's the fun in that? (laughs) (laughs) But then there's no, like, fear of, like, oh, am I doing this right? Can you you put put hot sauce on it? Hot sauce on the pill? pill. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think you're about to give up hot sauce. I'll just eat the hot sauce by itself. All right. (laughs) Oh, does that Um, count as eating? Yeah, that would that would kind of count as eating because like you're 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 imbibing tomatoes and yeah, like all all sorts eating. of nutrients. There's still there's still nutrients in hot sauce, whether <laughs> you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> More than American cheese. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm about to walk out of here. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy education free expression and public art we rely primarily on donations from listeners like you every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization so all contributions are tax deductible please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate if you're an amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash amazon and register rfb as your amazon smile charity Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Did you do that right yet, Rachel? No. Oh, what about you, Francis? I did it a long time ago. Oh, yeah, ago. you did it a long time ago. I, you, I'm, you made like 80 bucks for... I feel terrible. How about you? Do you use Amazon? I don't use Amazon. I was the one that wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I have to do it this week. <laughs> I'm going to do it this week, guys. It's not my fault because I don't use Amazon because they won't, won't let me get they won't let me get Amazon Prime. So I've rejected, um, I, re- I reject them. You you still that? order a lot of shit on Amazon. You. you just ask other people. I also oh, order it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling calling you out tonight. Sorry, Lucas. You're like, babe, I need 12 eyeliners for $8. <laughs> if you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about the new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Well done. Rachel came out to a neighbor this week and it did not go well. It did oh not go God. well. Oh. Well, first of all, she asked, okay. like, what's wrong with me? Well, she didn't she, she exactly say that. She said, what's with your cousin? That's 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 definitely like asking. This, this like, lady's what's been giving giving us nasty nasty looks for she, a long she time. She really dislikes me. She really dislikes me. She she liked me less in my in my fancy clothes. I was wearing like a long skirt and like nice socks, and she like she liked me even less dressed. No, up. she doesn't dress up. She's not like that type of Park Slope person. She's like Park Slope. She's lived there forever and ever, and um, you know, like I think doesn't. You're live. disturbing my cats. 
Yeah, she actually is a dog, but she yells at the dog all the time. It's like basically the way Joanne speaks to me, she speaks to the dog. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when I, yeah, when I see that people already hate me, I just go harder. Yeah, and tell, she's her, like, tell her what you did. Because that's what you do. And she's like, what's with your cousin? I'm like, oh, you mean my partner? You want to know about my partner? <laughs> I like could not believe you did that. I could not believe it. It, it was a little aggressive. <laughs> When people are mean to me, I go harder. You go harder. Yeah. Now she hates us because we're gay. She's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. She she said that audibly. Like, she she didn't, like, just make a face. She audibly was like, oh, God. But we, oh, we God. thought she hated us because we were gay in the first place. Now we know she just hated us because she hated us. Now it's because <laughs> she thinks I'm a... I'm not going to say it. Yeah. She thinks there's something wrong with me. Maybe. But you know what? Fuck that neighbor. <laughs> yeah, if you if you live in in this neighborhood and don't don't like gay people, you're you're in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah, I think she can tell I'm neurodivergent. Yeah, I think we're we're both neurodivergent. You're sometimes a little a little more upfront about it. She's nicer to me when you're not around for some reason. Oh, maybe it's me. <laughs> no, she she really hates me. Maybe it's me. Yeah, sucks to be hated by I think your she neighbors. Thinks when I'm by myself, like she's like, "Good, good job being out all by yourself." <laughs> you don't know. That's what she, <laughs> oh god, you don't know. That's what she thinks. <laughs> that is what she thinks. <laughs> you don't know that. that is what she thinks. <laughs> good job. Good job. You mean? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, also what happened this week is uh, Trump announced his 2020 run oh, for man. president. That's, that's right worse after, than being hated right by your neighbors. Right after you told me that, I saw a big, like, did you guys see the text I sent? I saw a big, like, graffiti that said Trump 2024, and I was like, no. No, and it was in Queens and, like, I don't know, like, sort of a poor area. I wouldn't say it's a poor area, but it's, like, it's, it's a weird area. The, the under the bridge area? Yeah, when I go to get my ketamine. Yeah, the uh, under the bridge composting <laughs> pharmacy. The composting pharmacy is like the sketchiest, the sketchiest place. It's a weird experience. It's a really weird experience. And like, yeah. and you walk in and there's like a chandelier in there and like, it's like just not a regular pharmacy. And um, they really treat it like a drug dealer. Like they're like, what are you coming to pick up? Can we deliver your drugs? Like, <laughs> what are you coming to pick it up? Get it over our hands. You're like texting with these under the bridge people. I know. I text them. Like they, they, they text me. Like what pharmacy texts you? Like they, they like calling me, texting me. Like it's very, it's a very strange, like um, sort of pharmacy experience. What's the password? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a weird knock. <laughs> so uh, his, his uh, speech. Oh, he locked people in the, in the room. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys. We were talking about. This. Oh, that's yeah, where that's we right. talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we we didn't talk about it on the air, so y'all y'all can. Yeah, that's like a yeah. bad a bit. bad start. A bad start. Yeah, he was losing yeah. people from the from the from the start of that speech. People wanted to like start walking away, but security would not let them leave. Oh, shit. Would not let anybody leave. Everybody had to sit through through that uh that one hour schlock of a speech. That's my worst nightmare. He was the thing that that people who hate him. Wouldn't would not accuse him of boring. That's what yeah. I heard. Well, he's getting yeah. pretty old. Oh, that was rude. Also, the bar <laughs> the, the bar just gets raised higher, you know, for what's boring, like things that were so outrageous and like 
could never have happened have already happened. So you have to keep like raising the crazy bar. I guess he didn't raise it high enough for that speech. Man. Guess not. <laughs> yeah, and people, you know, they're pointing to the midterms, the, the failure of his his candidates that he chose. That you know, a lot of people are saying he's on his way out. And I I would like to believe that, but I've also learned one not to estimate Trump, not to underestimate Trump, and not to underestimate uh, the the level of racism in America. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's. That's true, but uh, I I def like like I saw I definitely saw I saw Trump twenty sixteen happening. Like I I knew that was coming. I <laughs> I did too. Like it, for for though for though like for like people who are like who are like undermined on a constant basis and like seeing like the depths that people will go to undermine minorities and other um un- like undermined people uh, undermine the uh people of society like we knew that was coming we saw th- <clears throat> yeah. we saw that shit a mile away yeah like it it kind of reminds me <laughs> kind of reminds me of this uh, of the uh, Saturday night live skit with, with Dave uh, Chappelle and Chris with Rock. With Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, yes. <laughs> this was right after uh, Trump was elected. Chappelle was tapped <clears throat> to to host the show because he's the best. And Lauren Michaels knew we needed the best. <laughs> and uh, you can tell the rest of it. And so, and so the skit was was Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and like four uh, four of the uh, four of the uh, cast members of SNL at the time who the were whitest. who were all white. <laughs> <laughs> the whitest caps, <laughs> and they were they were depicting uh, election night. Once the uh, all the votes were starting to come in, all all the all the uh, all the white people were like starting to freak the fuck out. Like, wait, there's no way that this could happen. This cannot be happening. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock were leaning back, leaning, leaning back, back on the couch, <laughs> like. We told you. We fucking yep. told you. Yeah, yeah, the white, you we knew this was coming. The white you didn't believe us? Like, yeah, they were like, I think America might be racist. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How can I live in this country? <laughs> Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle were like, oh, you, you don't say. We've been trying to tell you this. <laughs> my, yeah, my, I remember my mom being like truly shocked. Like she was like, she was like, oh, wow. Like that these people are very, very racist. And I was just, I was so surprised that she didn't realize that already. But. You know, she lives in a bubble where there's just not like a lot of diversity in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, it's very segregated. So, you they, mm. you know what I mean? They don't really see like what that you only know by seeing what happens to your neighbors. They don't right. see really what happens to their neighbors, you know. Although they did move out of my parents family did move out of a Medfield, which was like an all white town to a much more diverse town. So that's very good. It went from two percent people of color to four percent no no it's no it's like i think it's like 20 percent i'm i mean it is an improvement it is an improvement netfield does not have two percent has less and i'm not i'm not joking i'm not joking yeah, like, there like, was like, there were like there was i think five black kids in my whole school and there was like one Jewish girl. They, they, these people were all my friends, but um, 
Yeah. Damn. <laughs> My steps tracker is judging me. Oh no! Why you did six hundred forty-three less steps today? Oh, I know. I hate that. Yesterday, I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> They're like, at least I'm alive and still walking. <laughs> Thought I'd be dead by stop. now, but I'm still walking. <laughs> like, listen, motherfucker, I'm doing my best. All right, <laughs> thank you. Last month, you did two thousand steps more than you did this month. <laughs> oh, stop making steps about morality. <laughs> Leave us alone. I know it's just a calculator, but every time I just feel like it's judging me. I'm up to 15,000 steps a day now to get it to stop judging me. And now <laughs> it still does it. Because now if I do 14,000, you did 1,000 steps less yesterday. <laughs> stop judging me. Uh, on a serious <laughs> note, since we still have time for this, uh, Lucas listens to, watches tons of t- true crime. Uh, no, I just watched one girl, Haley Serene. Yes. Serene. <laughs> I, I watch her every day. I don't even know how to say her name, but. And <laughs> recently recommended what was huge on Netflix, but I wasn't really interested in watching it. The miniseries Dahmer. I watched it. I get why you recommended it. It uh, shines a light on cultural on, problems on 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 the on racist police. Um, it shines a light on there's there was a judge that Dahmer had been convicted of molesting a, a, a very young boy, and the judge is like, uh, "Well, you know, you you remind me a bit of my grandson, and he had alcohol problems, and I believe in second chances." And and the and the young boy was a person of color. Yeah, we have to, um, you know, an immigrant family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're going to get a second chance today. Mm. And then and then he ended up, you know, killing his, giving a lobotomy to his brother. The same family. To the same family. The same family. He killed, he killed the, the, the kid's older brother, younger brother, I don't know. But he, younger he, brother, I he think, molested yeah. one person in, in the family and killed another person in the family. And, and the person that he killed, this was a 14-year-old boy, and this woman, Glenda, another He managed to escape. Yeah, he, halfway he managed through the to lobotomy. escape. Half, halfway through a lobotomy, he managed to escape. The police show up. Uh, people of color, the, the neighbor, Glenda, and I think her niece, they're saying, they're, they're saying do not, don't, they, do not. Put, they, they recognize what, the boy from playing the rocks in the neighborhood. Like, they were like, this is a little, little boy. This is, he is not 19. This is not the person's boyfriend. Can you at least check his ID? Can you at least do this? Can you do not let him get in there? But because there were people of color and he was a, he was a white man who was acting composed and had explanations and said, oh, well, uh, no, he, he, he doesn't have his ID. But, uh, look, I have some, some pictures. Uh, you can see that pictures that he had just taken. Yeah, that he had just taken. You can see that that we're a couple. I can show you these pictures of us of him in intimate poses because you're because he was a sick fuck and putting a fourteen year old in intimate poses. And they're like, okay, I guess he is your boyfriend. Uh, it. It's, yeah, they sent him right back. Um, uh, halfway now, through a lobotomy. Uh, a lot of people, there there were people upset about this miniseries. She, she heard him, like, she heard, Glenda heard him, like, people yelling for help almost every night. She called the cops almost every night on him. She heard him, like, sawing off, like, like taking a chainsaw to bodies and stuff like that. 
they would not listen to her at all. She's a person of color, and um, it's like it's very very upsetting. Like they they treated her like she was crazy, and they ended up making those cops who they ended up giving an award, Police of the Year, to the two cops who brought him back. Yeah, um, because. They were they were suspended with pay for a week. That was their punishment. They get a week's vacation, um, and uh, and the 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 police union was like so upset that even that much punishment happened to those police and uh, and the and the they the rest of the cops just rallied behind these two cops and made them officer of the year. Absolutely outrageous, and. A lot uh, of the, the victims' families were objecting to this miniseries um, because they didn't feel that they, they thought perhaps Dahmer was being glorified. Yeah. They thought perhaps the victims were not being um, portrayed uh, correctly. And my guess is the victims' families didn't watch it. And probably I wouldn't either. I mean, rightfully I was, so, yeah. Rightfully so. Um, but in this case, my opinion they got it right. They, okay. they, there was also an episode, episode six, that the almost the entire episode gave the backstory of of this uh, deaf man. I believe his name is Tony, and how sweet he was, and how smart he was, and what a proud person he was. And I think historically, because most of them, the victims were black gay men, they um, the media had been very um, unkind to. Um, the Dahmer victims specifically more than most true crime, more than most crimes, you know? Um, and so I think these people are definitely, you know, afraid of media, these families. Yes. Um, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the, 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 the media depictions were, you said it they, because they were black gay men. They, they, the media just, um, depicted them as, you know, like honestly, like, some some of the media said basically like they deserved it, you know, and like it was like God's right, and that's it's similar to what happened in like the AIDS crisis, you know, where people were saying like this was during the AIDS crisis. This was during the AIDS crisis, yeah. And so, so that level of bias was just amplified. Amplified, yeah, um, yeah. This was during the AIDS crisis, actually, and um, and there was a backlash yeah, yeah. against gay people during the AIDS crisis because yeah. because we, we brought this on ourselves, and 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 by the early nineties, um, oh now 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 you're giving it to straight people now 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 you're now you're you're really infecting our communities, and especially because it's they they were. Um, you know, black men, I think like, I think there was just very little sympathy for um, these victims, which is very sad. But that's what I think was important about the special is I think we need to like, remember our history. Yeah. And episode Mm. six with that, with that, uh, I, I have, I don't watch a lot of these things, but I have never seen a victim humanized more than in that episode. I, it broke my heart. They made him, they made him just like, they, they showed just what a lovely, like family man he was and how, you know, just how, how sweet and lovely he is. Um, And I feel like even if you had bias, you would have a hard time not seeing the the humanity in him. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we. We recommend this, and we recommend you know any any form of television that that exposes these horrid things that 
that was 1991. It's still happening. These kinds of things. We still have. There were there were just just. I read about this just today. There were 200 convictions that were thrown out here in New York because of uh, eight dirty cops that got uh, busted for a number of things. Uh, but you know, lying on the stand about 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 the people who had been accused. Um, there was one that let that was trading sex favors for uh, leniency. Um, so these things they're still with us. You know, it's it's not the majority of the NYPD, but no, anyway. I would say most of the NYPD is not oh, not aware of. No, of what people, certain people in high levels are, are no. being paid in the circles that they run in. No, I think the NYPD today in 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 2022 is mostly good. I do not, not after the way I experienced. I felt bad saying that. No, <laughs> Actually, um, I gotta take it back. No, I mean, um, I felt bad. That they, didn't feel right. That didn't feel right. You know the way that they wouldn't. I think they were getting paid off to not lock my doors every time I had the. Um, you know they were refusing to let me lock my doors every time I had the safety checks, and I was coming home to my house being broken into every time. Um, and I think they were getting like paid off by the same person who was calling the safety checks. Yeah, I meant to say they were mostly bad. They're mostly bad. They're mostly bad. There are a few good cops, and I yes. encountered a few good cops. And like, I went one time was getting like assaulted by a hospital, and like some black female cops came to um, like save me from the guy and like beat him off me. Um, they did not arrest him, but they beat him off me and like, you know, like held me while I cried about it. And like, you know, um, there are some good uh, like I've mostly encountered like. Um, the black female cops have been the best. Like, unfortunately, not even really the black male cops have a lot of humanity. It's mostly just the black females. You know. And the white females are terrible. They're the worst. <laughs> Sorry. Really? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like, then they're like the short, like spitfire, like people who are just like me. Like <laughs> these like short white people, like they're just like, uh, like they're the worst. <laughs> I think. I think when a lot of people are getting into the profession, they don't necessarily know the level of corruption and what they're getting into. Um, my experience of meeting people who've joined the police force is like you're going to hold a fucking gun, like you're going to the army, or you're going to maybe join a gang and go to prison, or you're going to be a cop. And like those are basically the choices. But I think once once people are in there. Um, they're they're sort of indoctrinated yeah into exactly a, into a culture but going into it as a kid it's like you're gonna hold a gun and like what gun do you want to hold basically mm. yeah i have a friend uh he used to come to my open mic and he was an officer at the sixth precinct which has been my precinct on and off for a lot of my life and um and uh he he did the right thing in, in a certain sense and then he was sent away to a shittier precinct Sixth precinct is pretty good. It's a That's the thing job. is like your and, your precinct was is like you know when I was in the East Village and they came for me they did not like um, physically touch me at all they did not you know like they were very like you know that, that's the ninth precinct that's the, where the fucking rape cops were. Well, maybe they maybe they've the learned their they've learned their lesson. Like I it I had a much better experience in the East Village than I did in, in Bushwick. 
Yeah, yeah. Now the sixth precinct is is one of the better ones, uh, but still, um, they still have their problems. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why my friend was sent in to to a shitty precinct, but he was. And he has talked openly to me about some of the real problems with the NYPD. And he said the number one problem is laziness. I think the number one is racism. <clears throat> racism. Yeah. I would agree. I, I think, think the number racism. one is racism. And like the and the their inability to understand um like neurodivergence, like anything like oh, aut- yeah. autism or or schizophrenia or anything like that. Um, you know, they're literally afraid of autistic and schizophrenic people and which is crazy because you guys are the most vulnerable people yeah, like the most vulnerable populations it's wild and, and, and especially if you are like black and neurodivergent yeah like then you have like two strikes against you and like um you know the like unfortunately some of those children are like, gunned down for it it's terrible yeah. when i was teaching like i would have to teach the kids you never run from the police you never talk back like you do what the police tell you to do because the kids they're like they're they're poor kids they're black they have um neurodivergence and then not the like um what's it called i don't know not the intelligence to understand the complexity it's just like you you need to listen <laughs> cuz i don't want them to die yeah i think about Think about friends of mine who have kids who have to who have to one day like give their kids the talk. Yeah. Like you, yeah. And you would think about you would think the talk is, oh, the birds and the bees are all that and all the stupid shit. No, it's, it's the talk about how to comp- like keep composed when you're uh, where you're confronted by the cops. And that should never. Oh, like uh, this show is heavy yeah. tonight, you guys. First, yeah. One of the things that I, I cry. Like, I unfortunately haven't really learned if I ever have kids how to keep composed. I, I haven't really like learned it. I'm still like um, they're they're like a trigger for me. And um, I like so they bring out my schizophrenia. Like, yeah. And like um, like I'm. So I can be doing totally fine and they'll show up and then I'm not doing fine because they're there and because it's terrifying and you know, they have their guns on me. Like that's terrifying. Very often have their guns on me because like they don't trust schizophrenics um, right from the start. And you know, they write on the reports. I've never done anything violent and they they write on the reports that I'm violent and you are a hundred percent not a violent person. It's just stigma. And they do the same thing to the black community. It's just stigma. Like they, they just say like, Oh, they just see somebody and they profile them as violent. Then there's people like me, like who um, I'm not profiled in that way. And I, I see that I am getting unfair treatment. Like I'm pretty much invisible to the police. We have to wrap things up. The show and, is heavy um, now. It's a heavy, it's <laughs> a heavy, uh, you know, I was going to try to steer it towards happy thoughts and Turkey day coming you up. Can't, you can't like always that. do it. But you know what? You can't yeah. always do it. Sometimes so shit's just heavy. Shit's just heavy sometimes. Yeah. So coming up next is uh, Courtney Love with The Circuit. Stick around for that. And um, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Calvin. Thank you, Lucas. Uh, this is this hour is always the highlight of my week. Me I too. I mean, that sincerely. I love being with you folks. And uh, I hope you guys have Glad enjoyed the show. Glad to be a part show. of this. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to be thank here. Thank you so much for coming, Calvin. And yeah, we love you, Calvin. We do. You guys, too. Thank You're you the for best. Good night, all. Show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important, and you know it is. Uh,